Welcome to the VRV Podcast, where we highlight different better-known businesses and nonprofits. All right, everybody, it's Justin here with the VRV Podcast, and today I've got Jason Madden on, your e-source coach and host of the Doing the Thing Podcast. So me and Jason are on just BS and pretty much. So talking about all the things that are going on in the world today and how we can hopefully help you out with your businesses. So Jason, welcome, brother. Thanks, man. How you been? <laughs> doing good, man. Doing good. Me and, uh, me and Jason met a while ago and I was, um, I was competing at the Arnold Classic and he came up and got an autograph off me. And <laughs> That's right. That's right. We were at the uh, the Grip Genie tent. We 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 arm raffled and <laughs> we we um we exchanged uh, lifting chalk and <laughs> yeah yeah it's good times <laughs> yeah, yeah well I'm getting I'm I'm on my way to your neck of the woods well back to your neck of the woods here this summer so we're we're going to be in Albuquerque um for the next three years. Hopefully, according to the Air Force, for my wife. Yeah. Now she's and you guys are out in the Boston area. We are. We're we're um, we're in Chelmsford, Massachusetts, which is actually kind of far from Boston when we're uh, not in a uh, a pandemic. Uh, but right now it's twenty minutes away. Um, but it's Hanscom Air Force Base. That's where my wife's assigned. She's currently overseas right now. Uh, uh, so as soon as they give her the go ahead to finally come home. Um, which could be, you know, May, something like that. She's supposed to come home April, but whenever that happens, we're going to start heading your way and start house hunting. So I'm pretty excited about that. How's this? So we're, so if anybody that's listening, we're in the middle of this coronavirus epidemic, but how's, how's that affecting her overseas right now? So everybody's quarantined. Um, they, she's in Abu Dhabi, so it's a less restrictive base. Uh. Typically, they're allowed to, you know, leave, go to Dubai, go hang out, um, kind of a less restrictive environment, go drive around, see see the sights and stuff like that. But now they're confined to the base, and their replacements are coming out because they're getting close to rotation um, for, well, many people, not everybody. But um, as new new people come out, they have to quarantine them first. So they're still oh, kind of really? – on how they're going to do that so maybe it's going to be a, an extra two-week quarantine of folks that are coming out maybe they have to wait until travel restrictions are completely lifted to come out nobody really knows yeah that's so crazy yeah they haven't made a decision <laughs> every time people are talking like when i'm thinking travel with quarantine i i I always get the picture of like the ET house, you know, and they discover ETs in the house and they got all these crazy protective barriers and all these people walking around. Like, oh man. So are you only like like five percent of people listening to this is gonna know that. <laughs> so that's equal to like three people. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but well, how's it affecting you, dude? Like, well, I guess personally with all you before we get in all the business stuff yeah yeah well that's um you know it's, a, it's an additional load i actually have um a greater respect for military spouses now now that i'm on the other side of the house <laughs> <You're> the <laughs> side of the um yeah man i've got to go um i'm probably gonna go house hunting on my own uh gotta pack up the, this current house and make sure it's all ready to sell on the market which is 
you know, kind of rapidly uh, reducing right now in value because, you know, what's that, what's going to come after stocks? It's usually going to be real estate, right? Right. So we got to hurry and get this one um, packed up and ready to go so we get on to the, the next step. So so all that's kind of on me, you know, multiple vehicles to take care of, pets, family. Uh, so, so yeah, man, it's a, it's a rodeo, but um, at least uh, at least she's safe doing what she's doing and uh, they're taking care of her and they're you know, doing everything that they can to make sure our people are not spreading this stupid thing around. Now, are you, do you have toilet paper? That's the big question. I made sure, man. I made sure. You know, I went to Party Central. I got those little colored streamers and stuff, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. Dude, it was no joke, man. We had um, my daughters play competitive volleyball. So two weeks ago, well, right when this thing was first, like, really kind of breaking here in, like, the States – we had a huge tournament up in Denver and I'm talking like there was over 200, I think 220 courts over 1400 teams. So just by the team, I was thinking it was like 1450. Um, so just teams alone, that was 50,000 volleyball players that were there to compete. I don't know. The Denver, Denver convention center is monstrous. Yes, um, yeah. And then you got, you know, with parents on top of that, you're, you're right. You're looking around a hundred thousand, um, hundred thousand plus. So there was a lot of rumors going on. This is back when people were starting to do the no handshakes or doing the elbows, the, <laughs> the volleyball teams, instead of like <laughs> yep. going like in the beginning and at the end of the matches, when they go and they shake hands, say good game, good match, whatever it is. Like they slap hands underneath the net on their sides. They wouldn't the U S and it's the, um, U.S. I think it was the Olympic Committee that was in charge of this whole thing. Um, they said they couldn't do that anymore, so they had to stand six feet across from the net and just wave at each other before and after the matches. I'm like, <laughs> this is volleyball. They're hitting the ball back and forth. Like, I'm like, this makes no sense. Yeah, you're uh, you're already contaminated, folks. You might as well be all in. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was it was it was. Um, I don't know. It was different. I'll just say that before I offend anybody. Um, yeah, well, at least they're cognizant of it, I suppose. But, uh, you know, we, we got we got to think about things a little bit differently these days, you know? Well, I'm. it's going to be surprising how much, I guess, kind of the world changes after this with everybody's, like, I mean, just day-to-day at the stores. We were at the pet store yesterday, and they have X's down on the ground where you got to be – six feet from each other even just in the checkout lines and and i don't know so oh, it's kind of like the uh the the footprints like in boot camp yeah yeah exactly <laughs> basic exactly. training I was like, what and even we had a, a junk removal service coming out with 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 my other business and i go to shake the guy's hand and he's wearing gloves like like moving gloves because they're moving trash and junk out of this home and he's like he throws me the elbow i'm like are you you can't shake my hand. And I'm like, you got your gloves on. He's like, no, it's company policy. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? You guys hauling all this stuff. But I understand from the business perspective, but it's, it's eye-opening, everything that's being done. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, you know, businesses, you know, they, they've got to really step their game up and change things around these days. You know, it's like, like before we used to, you know, run off of appointments. We meet people face to face. If you're selling stuff, you're we're, we're now delivering them uh, in a different kind of way, maybe than we were before. Um, you know, we've got to be creative these days too. 
Yeah, well, how is this affecting you with everything on your side of the house as far as the... Because you... Well, explain with what you do real quick to everybody. So I do... I do most most of my business is virtual, really. Um, so I do uh, uh, virtual, online, sometimes in person, Skype, Zoom, but it's a uh, it's business coaching. So I help people learn about you know franchises, more of a more of a safe space rather than putting them into some type of franchise sales cycle. We actually learn whether or not um, you know entrepreneurship is the right uh, possibility for them. Kind of learn a little bit about themselves, set some goals and things like that. Uh, once we are able to understand. You know where where they want to go with a business, and the business is right to kind of fit for them. I'll put them in front of a couple of franchises, and we learn a little bit more about them and kind of a safe space, and you know get to interact one on one with franchisors, some of those franchisees and franchise systems, whatever system you know kind of looks like it might be a good fit for for those people. Um, and we never know until we have those conversations. You know, people always ask me, you know, what franchises do I sell? What franchises am I going to be looking at? Well, one, I don't sell any franchises, but, but two, we don't know what we look, what we're looking at until we know about you. Right. So, so, so we learn, you know, we do some, some online forms, some training, uh, lots and lots of discussions. Uh, sometimes we involve, you know, spouses, significant others, business partners, things like that. And then, uh, we go on that journey of discovery together and I kind of help them find the right route. Right on, dude. So, yeah, I mean, everything that I do, I mean, we can do it virtually, but what is affecting is different types of industries. You know, what kind of industries did you think were going to be sustainable before all this happened? And now we're looking at people are looking at completely different industries, you know, cost reduction stuff. Businesses right now are, are trying their darndest to their damnedest to reduce costs and waste and all that kind of stuff. And those are franchises that are out there. You know, franchises traverse like 85 different industries. Uh, it's not just that that fast food McDonald's orange theory junk. It's you know, it's a lot of like <laughs> real service businesses out there that can provide a lot of value to a lot of people on the business and consumer side. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and it's crazy right now because there's so many. You know, we had talked about it offline a bit. How you've got to change up your game as far as you know current business owners go, and you got to adjust to what is happening in this day of age. You had mentioned like doing the Grubhub things and the dineouts and lowering your prices to stay, keep those doors open. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got to meet people where they're at right now. <clears throat> if if you're if you're still trying to chase high prof profit margins, you're you're, you're probably going to put yourself in a sticky situation. Right. You know. One thing that Grubhub and all those kinds of delivery services have figured out is that, you know, even though those are high profit, I mean, I'm sorry, low profit margin types of businesses, they have yeah. cash. They still have money coming in the bank. And that's kind of something that you need to worry about as a business owner during during crisis times. You know, it's just keeping keeping the, the water running. Right. Yeah. Get some, some cash flow coming in. So there's ways that we can be creative in doing that. We were just discussing on how you could do your socials, you know, uh, yeah. and, and keeping things going for everybody else, you know, you know, because VR, can you talk about a little bit more about VRB? Because I'm going to put this on the Doing a Thing podcast and they're going to love hearing about what you're doing. No, I can't. It'll be 20 bucks. <laughs> I guess we're done here. <laughs> I got to make my money here, brother. <laughs> We just talked about reducing costs, man. Five bucks for a mile. 
<laughs> oh man. Yeah, we um well as you know, so VRV is like Angie's list, but for veteran-owned businesses where we try to push out them as much as possible because the happier the more business I can bring these businesses, the happier they are with me and the longer they'll stay on. So we don't charge, we do charge like it's a hundred bucks a year or 50 bucks for six months and that's it there's no referral fees nothing else and out of that we obviously have our social media that we're running the podcast and our big hitter is our networking and social events so obviously those have taken a hit um and these things are great because it's really kind of gone under the whole keep it simple stupid um we go down highlight these veteran-owned businesses um and it's open to everybody one the veterans and the local community that likes to support not only veterans, but the small businesses in their communities. Um, it's been really cool. And something I never really thought about happening with it is we get a lot of active duty that comes down to our events that want to talk to these business owners where they're not someone just trying to sell them something on the other side of the counter. You know, they, they're not going to BS them. They're going to talk to them about what they've failed at, what works for them as far as, from transitioning out of the military to building a business, you know, and it's, it's been great. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically what we're all about. And, you know, me and Jason were talking earlier is like, how do we still provide that network and that availability to everybody now that everybody's in quarantine and isolation? I think we've got some really cool ideas coming up where we can still stay connected with each other and help boost each other's businesses. So one of the one of the sorry one one quick thing too um it's weird so i'm talking to jason and i'm used to seeing him face to face but he didn't want to do video so <laughs> he's, he's wrapped up in toilet paper right now so. <laughs> i'm in my, my corona uniform man it's, it's, it's pjs and tank tops nobody wants to see that <laughs> No, we um we were talking because we did um I was putting up posts and I'm like, why are these posts not getting the amount of likes and exposure like we were used to? Some and it's weird because it's really kind of I've noticed I don't know if you have, but I've noticed Facebook kind of taking off all of a sudden. Um usually I'll do posts like eight, nine in the morning and then six at night. Those are like the prime times, but we have noticed a huge fluctuation with where and when you should post these posts out because really i'm kind of clueless because it doesn't matter um when i'm posting it's all getting the kind of the same reception whenever it is so people that are especially online only you know if they're just selling straight off of instagram or facebook just social media really pay attention to um, where that's at because a lot of people's schedules have changed therefore their time on social media has changed so um, it's really kind of changing all that as far as business wise on social media marketing yeah marketing it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting topic right now I still want to talk about the social media though so where where do you think people are are logging in more frequently now like what times because you know before you know we have you know kind of the industry standards of when to post and stuff like that but it's got to be like all over the map right now no, it, it, it really is. Um, before when we were doing this thing, um, we, before we were talking here, we had, um, I was doing, I was mentioning, we're doing a VRV coloring contest. <laughs> and it was, it was just something fun to bring up. I knew 
it's in your group, man. You might, it might be eating them crayons. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It sounds like markers, guys. You got some markers around there. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, yeah, we're doing a VRV coloring contest just with our blank sheet of our logo. We have, like, three different categories going on. There's, like, 12 and under, um, 13 to 18, and then 19 and up. And each of those winners selected from that gets a VRV hoodie or a hat. And actually, way beyond measure, which is like an anti-kid um, bullying program that I need to tell you about, Jason, too. Great, great, great yeah. guy. But um, <clears throat> they're providing a shirt and a poster as well to the winner. So I put up this post thinking it's going to take off. And you never know what's going to take off and what isn't as far as like likes go. You know, that's obviously the way we monitor stuff. Um I actually put it up on a Sunday because I was lost track of my days. Everything's just been so combined. And I'm like, why is this not going like at all? Like, what is going on? And I'm like, oh, I posted on a Sunday at nine, which usually you post a little bit later. Um, but people did get it. And they're actually we we're getting in. Uh, we're getting in a lot of people that are submitting requests, which is kind of cool. So they are seeing it, but there's not like the amount of likes and all that, all the traffic that I would usually see on these posts. And I did another, um, our prime time at like six yesterday. I was like, oh, I'll hit them this time and this will get a lot more. It only gained like 15 or 20 more likes as opposed to the other time that I did it. So I'm like, where the heck is this prime time at? Where did you go? So Honestly, I'm in the midst of that right now of trying to find where and when and what people are looking for, too. That's another big thing is what are they actively looking for? You got to be careful, too, because there's there's a lot of, you know, crazy news stories out there. Lots of exaggerations. On top of that, people are very sensitive because it's an election year. So 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 we got to be like super careful to, you know, if that's your thing, be neutral or, or, or lean in the right direction, whatever our business model is. And, mm -hmm. and really, um, you know, try to not, um, lack of a better term, piss off our audience. Right. 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 Yeah. Cause they're going to remember, you know, if you put up something, whether you feel this is overplayed or underplayed, whatever your feelings are politically or personally, I think, especially in the business world when you know so many people are online and they're they're monitoring that um they're gonna remember i know i do if i see something up i'm like oh, i don't know dude you know or or i don't know i i be very careful <laughs> i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah um i typically do um you know, a lot of LinkedIn stuff, um, a little bit of Facebook, a little bit of Instagram, but it's mostly LinkedIn. And, and I really like my email newsletters. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I link a lot of personal articles, blogs, uh, a lot of entrepreneurship stuff to uh, help people get a little bit more value of their research. But um, the emails, um, you know, those are a little bit worse because if you use a source that people don't like, like uh, like Forbes or Inc. or something like that, believe it or not, people don't. Some people don't like those sources, right? And and and, and they'll let you know about it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sometimes you just gotta stay true to your your brand and stay true to your own personal values. And and sometimes those people, you know, what they they wouldn't be a good client anyway. So you have to kind of. It is definitely a balancing act. Yeah, 
no, absolutely. And I think now's the time to kind of change things up a bit. Like if you're not used to doing videos or you're not, I don't know, just, just something different to change up your game and stand out a little bit rather than kind of, you know, you've got the same stuff over and over again, which is fine. You got to push your product. But maybe now's the time to step into that realm where you're doing videos or even podcasts like doing this stuff where it's it's out of your comfort zone a little bit but i think you really need to step up your online social presence and me specifically with linkedin i know my linkedin's horrible <laughs> i need to get up and get up and go with what linkedin <laughs> oh gosh i know yeah um but you know as entrepreneurs we're 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 uniquely positioned to to explore those different solutions um not only for our own businesses our own practices but you know solutions to you know common consumer need common business needs uh, that are kind of coming up these days you know where oftentimes you see you know businesses providing solutions and not government you know that's that's a that's a history lesson right there right most businesses right. are are kind of doing do that have always done that so, so right now we can, we can all just kind of take this step back, maybe that little bit less business that we're getting, maybe the pipeline's not as full as you'd like it to be, but, you know, use that other, use that additional time to educate yourself and to, you know, do some research and analysis in your own businesses and, and see how you can improve or provide a new type of value to somebody. Yeah, no, absolutely, dude. Well, how are you seeing this as far as, have you noticed anything yet, any fluctuations as far as people wanting to get into the franchise world? More so. I, it's really? Actually, I am, I'm, I'm busier than a one-armed bricklayer Baghdad these days. Um, really? Yes. Well, think about it. People just got cut off from their income streams. Um, we're, we're, we're facing 20% unemployment. Uh, across the board, across the United States, and and people, you know, they've been we've been suffering from poor career economy. Even though the um, the unemployment rate's been pretty low before this, we've still been suffering pretty poor career economy. And, and what I mean by that is people are bouncing from job to job every two years, you know, two to three years, three if on the on the on the high end. But you're still looking for job after job after job, and you're not building any type of wealth and equity for yourself. Maybe you have a 401k that follows you around a little bit, and you're able to match that when in the times that you are employed, but it's keep hitting like little dings, you know, because of all of the disruptions. Well, people are kind of getting sick of that, and uh, and I'm seeing a lot of that with you know millennials because. You know, millennials, they want to provide some service. They want to provide value in their profession rather than just mindlessly work. Um, right. And I'm seeing it with, um, you know, Gen Xers and, and, and even on the, the, low, the, the latter end of the baby boomer side. They want to retire, but they don't have any, any platform to do that off of. So they're, we're finding that we're able to do that with businesses. You know, franchise businesses offer, you know, the ability to kind of step right into a role. You know, that's a turnkey business. So instead of toiling and starting from the bottom, um, and maybe you don't have an idea for that startup business, why not invest on the front end and start something right away? And you have systems and structure in place, and you're for you're in business for yourself, but not necessarily by yourself. Yeah. So that's gaining a ton of appeal. Yeah. So. Do you notice much of a difference between if you've got somebody coming up to you as a 
opposed to like a veteran versus a civilian. Is there different traits that you see that kind of follow that veteran as opposed to the civilian? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and there's pros and cons on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I see civilians that, um, you know, they've been in the corporate world. Um, they, they just, they went, they did the, 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 the traditional path, high school, college, get that corporate job, move up in the ranks, maybe, maybe do a little bit of searching from job to job till you find your, your niche or your role. Um, mm-hmm. they, they tend to understand, uh, the, the business processes of, of most franchisors because they're, they're kind of, you know, in a, they're already in a business in a way, maybe they're right. not right in the business, but there's, there's support structure coming out of the military. We, we come with a totally different set of skills and that's, you know, being able to run a process, uh, despite having to train for it. I mean, how many times do you. Do you remember being put in a position in the military where you were doing a job that wasn't your job? Right. Probably most of the time, right? And they, they'll throw a manual at you and say, figure it out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, 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 we, we, we kind of thrive off of that uncertainty. And, you know, we really like that there's, there's a structure, even though it's not our, you know, not our background or our, you know, traditional hard skills, it fits our soft skills perfectly. Right. We, we can adapt. There's a system. There's step one. There's step two, step three. Okay, that works. Okay, I got some critical thinking skills that I learned from, you know, doing all this stuff and it failing that I can figure out where, you know, some of the processes might need a little bit of restructure or fixing and we can do it like that. So right. I see veterans being able to thrive very well in the franchise systems because of those traits. And I see civilians that have been in the corporate world thrive very well in franchising because of being in those situations in the past. Do you think that um, it's just something I'm kind of bringing up, but I've seen a lot of enthusiastic soldiers, airmen, just kind of across the board. When there's a challenge, when somebody's kind of challenging you, they're always on it. They're always like, I can figure it out. I can do this. Is that, do you see those same traits in kind of the business world with what you were talking about? You know, sometimes yes, actually. Um, Because, when when you're backed up against the wall and it's time for a change and you're and you're actively seeking that next possibility and and you find something like there, there's a benefit in my process where you can find yourself in put in the shoes of a business owner because I do connect people with business owners in mm-hmm. in in these franchise spaces so that they can see a day in the life and I even right. let them go loose talk to those fr- those owners one on one. I'm not going to be behind them coaching them. The franchisor is not going to be putting words in that business owner's mouth. These are one-on-one conversations that I facilitate and the franchisor facilitates that too, because they want, they want you coming in full, knowing full well that this is something that's going to juice you up every day. You're going to be super happy to do it. And also something that you can execute hopefully in the top 10 or 20% of that franchise system. Yeah. 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 So it, it was just, when they see that there's a, ch- a, ch- a change in their daily life and it's something that, you know, what if it's something that gives you more uh, control over your your lifestyle and your time? You know, mm-hmm. what if you you can just choose when you work with your business because it's that flexible, it's virtual, it's mobile. You know, you're not stuck in your backyard or your local chamber of commerce. You're, you're able to work in here in Massachusetts and all the way to Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, there's a whole different skill set. I think, well, I think, you know, obviously civilian business owners, once they've expanded out, they're they're in more with a lot of people. 
different people from across the country. Um, veterans are coming out the gate already exposed to so many different people from across the world, um, you know, working hand in hand with them. They're exposed to all these different ideas and learning to accept this and learning how to get people together to tackle certain situations or problems, whatever it may be. Um, I just, I just really feel that, um, well, I, and that's kind of why we hold, why the VRV started was because I always found that veterans themselves, not knocking the civilian, there's good ones out there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the civilian hater that you see out there with veteran stuff. But um, the reason why we started was because the veterans were the ones that I could always rely on to show up on time to be completing the job like 100% and treating people like actual people, not just a paycheck or just some client that they're going to forget their number um, two days after whatever X job is, is done, you know, but I always, every time I see a business and it's got veteran owned or I find out they're a veteran or something like that, there's a, there's just a different amount of trust. And I think that's just coming from me being a veteran myself, you know, and I'm not, not knocking the civilians whatsoever. So, so don't get me wrong. You know, and it's also our community. And, right. and, and there's something to be said about that. And, and, and to be quite honest, I, I've met some shady veterans that, you know, would would rather stab you in the back and, and screw you over and, you know, then take a pay cut or, you know, some have something hurt their feelings or their dignity or, or something yeah. else like that. But, you know, there's somebody like that in every in every group. You know? Absolutely. Yep. You're 100 percent correct. And I think there's a lot of veterans that take advantage of that especially when there's civilians looking to help out the veterans, you know, they, I just, that stuff drives me up a wall. We've gone through a rash of that a couple months ago here with the VRV with people wanting help and you go to investigate a little bit more and they're scammers and that pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, and, 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 and there's, there's what, four, 45,000 veteran support organizations in the country, you know, Go go find one of them. This is a business networking community. Not to say that right. no one's going to help you, but I would I would rather see us helping business owners than than somebody with PTSD because those 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 resources are, are in place, right? Right, exactly. Very well with them. There are yes. so many wounded warrior project, uh, military one source. Yes, you could still use that even after you're you're out of the military. Mm-hmm. You know, tons of things. Yeah, there's absolutely a ton which. And there's a handouts versus the hand ups, you know, yes. and I've, I've learned that very, very this year, especially, man, there's just been a lot of it. So, yeah. <laughs> but that, that's something that's that's a unique thing that I, I kind of run into in, in my business is um, a lot of veterans want to start nonprofits when they um, when they get out of the military. I think that's awesome, but I also think that's a little bit misguided sometimes because, as I mentioned, there's about 45,000 veteran service organizations in the United States. Why don't you just help them? Why don't you just volunteer and then start something like a uh, an L3C or something like that? Have you ever heard of one of those? No, actually, explain that. What's that? An L3C is a limited license liability corporation. Okay. Uh, Low profit limited license liability corporation. So I think it's L four C. I don't know. L three C is what they refer to it as. But mm-hmm. you can. This is something that um, you know um, a nonprofit called Bunker Labs had um, told me about when they opened up in Boston. I, I 
did a little bit of networking out there and, and they kind of run into the same thing because they background bunker labs they they help provide resources and education and support to veteran startup and entrepreneurs so as you as you can tell there's a little bit of synergy between me in the franchise space and they them in the startup space um, so collaborating with them, I've, I've learned that they, they're also experiencing a lot of veterans uh, wanting to do those those nonprofits um, all across the board, you know, woodworking, whittling, um, supporting animals, uh, retreats, things like that. Um, they don't provide. Let me let me back up and rephrase this a little bit. The heart is in the right place, but it's hard for them to start up as a business. Right. So so you're going to be eating ramen noodles and, and, and begging for handouts when on the other side, you could be an L3C and you can still make some money and provide yourself some income and do advertising in a different way and, and still be able to help the people that you want to help. Right. Okay. So that, that's kind of the difference. That's a very, you know, rough translation of it. You'll have to look at the 501c3 tax structure a little bit more in depth and then look at the L3c tax structure. It's it's quite a bit different, but it's, you can reasonably make a profit doing that so that you could actually support your family and your employees and everybody else and still provide an excellent service and value and resource to the people that you want to help. Huh. Now, is this same like starting up, you got to have the board and all that, the whole nine yards. No, nope. wow, no, nope, you operate just like an LLC, really. Huh, yeah. that's pretty yeah. cool. So, not every state offers it, and that's another problem. It's still a pretty new, um, still a pretty new structure. But, um, I think like uh, Virginia, Delaware, Michigan, uh, Minnesota. Uh, a lot of Midwest and East Coast states are doing it. I think Colorado started um, opening it up to business owners. Um, you'll have to fact check me on that, but uh, oh, quick Google search, you'll be able to find it. <laughs> 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 quick Google search, you'll be able to find it. I totally will refer everybody to Jason and getting in the franchise world, but don't forget for one minute, I won't be fact checking him. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you this is what I love about you though, man. You're always honest and wanting to help people out. I think I've only sent you like two people, I think, but even the short phone calls you've had, I, those are the ones that I know of, but everybody loves you, man. They're like, "Yeah, dude, you weren't lying, man. He's totally down to earth, not BSing me, not doing the salesman pitch on me." And I love having people like that, you know, one part of the VRV, but then just seeing you out there where um, you, once again, to the veteran thing, you're not treating these people like like just like a everyday client trying to get a paycheck off them. I appreciate so, that, man. It's definitely, yeah. you know, that's, that's one thing I really like about this business. I was, um, you know, originally I was going to own a gym franchise. Um, you know, my, my wife being active duty, that, that kind of put, uh, put a little hamper on that. So, so I found this. You know what I'm doing, the entrepreneur source coaching and all of this. This is actually a franchise. What people oh. people have a hard time understanding it because it's a franchise that helps people with franchising, but it makes perfect sense at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But this is what I found, and 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 I really loved it because it helps me, you know, be able to serve the community that I want to service, and, and also you know, help everybody else too at the same time. You know, I, I I don't limit myself to just veterans. 
obviously, mm-hmm. but you know, obviously, I have a better rapport there and and have a lot of fun uh, working with, with with other veterans because you know we just uh, we have that we speak that language. But mm-hmm. um, I've also had some great rapport, great clients uh, on the civilian side. I've helped into business too, and and they they did, they've done very very well for themselves. So yeah. so it's um yeah you you've got to be able to 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 get that kind of a line in your business. Um, you know, you, you have your boundaries and everything, but, you know, don't limit yourself. No, no, absolutely not, especially in this day of age right now. Well, and you were talking with the, the you know, the civilian side. I, it just a lot of civilians want to go and support um, military business and support veterans. So that's why, you know, before earlier when I was talking a bit, I don't want to say, like, I'm, I'm discounting veteran or civilians whatsoever. Um they're they're awesome and i think there's a lot that gets tied into all that where there's so many veteran organizations that cut off that influx of people of of the civilian community that wants to help out these veteran organizations you know and i'm like why are you guys doing this why are you setting up these barriers and barricading yourself in when you've got all this support out there whether it be business or personal whatever it is so yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, the veteran community is only one percent, man. You know, yeah. we're 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 outliers. We're outsiders. We're we're all this all this stuff that you know people don't understand it because you don't understand unless you serve. That's fine. Um, but that that shouldn't put you. That shouldn't you know. That shouldn't make you want to put boundaries around you. No. Um, if anything, it should make you want to embrace everybody else a little bit more, uh, and, and get out there a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so uh, VRV, you're letting um, you know more civilian interaction happen, you know, with the with this this community that you've created, you know. Yeah, I love yeah. It. No, thanks, man. No, I but I saw it all the time where it was. I would go to, I guess, veteran networking events or something like that, and they were strictly veteran. Which I okay, whatever, whatever, just military, whatever. But it's the things dwindling down. There's nothing, and I'm like. Your consumer base is these civilians. Like, what are you doing? You're limiting yourself. <laughs> like, right. And, and they're the ones who are wanting to support you. Why would you cut them off and, you know, go on the whole, oh, you don't understand or this and that? Like, I, I can't stand that crap. So um, it is a bit different, but you got to you got to reach as far as you can, especially with the with the businesses and with this that's going on right now. Um, you got to be tactical. <laughs> yeah. like a better term, but yeah man absolutely you got to be tactical <laughs> so well dude you talked about the the franchise stuff with what you're doing a little bit but talk about you're doing the thing podcast man what's that all about so it's uh it's probably not unique it's probably not the best podcast you've ever heard and <laughs> welcome to the club <laughs> yeah so so our our intro is, you know, it's the Do It The Thing podcast, and we do just that. We do the thing to help you overcome procrastination and build a legacy of wealth and success in your relationship, your career, and your business. So we have a, tons of different topics. My co-host is uh, Phil Mako. He, he's another franchisee in the Entrepreneur Source. So he, he's another coach. Um, he's in the California side. Um, dude's amazing, has a amazing background he 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 never admits to being a veteran but he was a national guard guy for a couple years um yeah (laughs) 
He's written several books. He's a he's a published oh, wow. author, uh, fiction and nonfiction. He's done some motivational books in the past, and right now he's working on a book uh, uh, that's um, you know. I probably don't. Want, I probably shouldn't even spill the beans on it. But he, right now, he's working on finding a publisher for his most recent book. Um, okay. So, if you if you check out uh, our last episode, he'll talk about some publication resources for people that want to become writers. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually, some wealth of knowledge for that. Yeah. Um, he does a lot of public speaking. You know, I can't I can't sing Phil's praises more, man. The guy's dude's a badass, man. Dude, I need to hook him up with. Um... I don't know if you've seen, there's Travis that does the Zarfling Platoon. Um, he does like educational kids books and games. And he's actually deployed right now too. But um, I might want to hook him up with him to because he needs, well, I think he could just need some more more resources to help him establish his brand and get going and all that. So we could talk offline off that. Yeah, man, it doesn't so. hurt to network and, and see if it makes sense to, to help out phil you know just like me we don't charge for our services um mm -hmm. ever so 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 if anything he's going to learn a, a couple things worst case scenario i don't know they don't talk <laughs> <laughs> right on well yeah i'll get that information and we'll we'll do that offline so right on well how long have you been doing this other podcast for we're on second season so so we started kind of Probably around spring of last year, so we're coming in. We're closing in on a on a year, but we've we've had some pretty cool guests. Um, we we've just had Jesse Awuji on there uh, a month or two ago. Jesse is um, he's an act, he's a reservist um, naval officer, but he's also a professional NASCAR racer, and he's actually the first um, military slash veteran NASCAR professional NASCAR racer ever. Wow, that's cool. Now, so, he's not with Racing for Heroes, is he? He never mentioned that. I don't think so. Do you know what color his car is? <laughs> Sounds Man, weird. Check him out, jessiawuji.com. He has his own website. I'll go look it up. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's, he's, I think he's graduating to stock cars pretty soon. I know he does the pickup, little pickup truck. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. Right so on. there's different levels of NASCAR. I didn't know that. But um, like you, you, you kind of go up from like um, like farmer league kind of stuff to like MLB. I guess that's the only way I can really describe it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. yeah. I'm learning. I I mentioned racing for heroes because they just had they've got a veteran racing and it's all I know is it's a white Toyota Camry. I'm not I'm not I don't really have the knowledge in the NASCAR world so. But it's pretty cool. <laughs> we owe um, it the notes, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, how do you do your seasons with your podcast? Because like mine, I was when I was first doing it, I was like, all right, season one, da 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 da, and then I was just going up in the numbers. I'm like, am I going to go by year or what? But I got rid of the seasons. Are you doing seasons? Like, is it changing? Um, well, how are you? How are you doing that? <laughs> so it's like the planning phase kind of thing and also revolving around vacations dead space because i mean we we're committed to doing weekly or, or bi-weekly episodes just depending on how it, how it shakes out usually yeah. we're doing a weekly episode but um over the holidays we 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 mutually decided to take a pause and everything and and focus on family and focus on Good other things so so that naturally segued into season two because there was a big break 
<laughs> oh, I got you. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, no, and that's good. I think, you know, you brought up the families. I think that's something very important when people are stepping into the business world because it's not your typical nine to five job. You've got to be, I mean, it's 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to take that into account. Yeah. If you don't build into it and you, you've got to have discipline, if you don't build those days in those off days and like somebody wants some meetings, like, Oh, let's do Saturday. Oh, I'm going to take Saturday off, but okay. I can squeeze you in. You know, yeah. you're, Gonna screw yourself up, man. It takes some yeah. discipline to not take that meeting, not schedule that client. It's, right. it's really tough. Yeah, and it's you know, especially with my other business that I do, it's very hard because that's when I'm the busiest is on the weekends. And then I'm looking at my family. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm just gone. It's like I'm back in the military again, almost, where I'm just I'm just gone. Or if I'm I'm at home. I'm not at at home, you know. I'm on the computer. I'm on the stupid phone. Like I want to have a day. I'll tell my wife literally just like two days ago. I was like, I want a day off where I don't have my cell phone. I don't have to worry about social media. I can just I'm gonna just sit down on the couch, have some popcorn, watch movies all day with my wife and kids. You know, I would love that. But if I'm doing that, guess what's guess what's not happening? You know, I'm not interacting. I'm not, you know, keeping these other businesses going. So it's it's a hard balance, man. And you really gotta you gotta plan, in which I'm horrible at, and I'm always I'm always on the stinking phone. So that's yeah. something I'm trying to work on is, I guess, boxing my time of of which business is when and where's my family time and when the phone is down. <laughs> It's hard so, when you're juggling multiple businesses, man. I, I, I was hardcore into having multiple businesses, but I've I've tightened my belt, slimmed down, and I'm just focusing on on the coaching right now because I was kind of dealing with that too. And you're and you're you're putting so much energy into one, and the other one probably requires equal, if not more, energy. Uh, yeah. so you kind of hurt yourself, and that's where you need to start getting employees and things like that to to kind of. Right. help help shake things out a little bit better for you right because it's kind of like balancing you've seen those tricks where they're like balancing plates on like sticks right where you got to keep it going you got to keep that that momentum going on there and then if you start to let one go for too long it starts wobbling about to fall <laughs> that's you know that's kind of the way i see it with you know businesses and then you know deep down within businesses trying to keep all those plates spinning correctly so it's all working Working correctly, so it's a it's a hard balance, and I think a lot of people think that oh yeah, I'm gonna get into this business world, and I'm gonna be I'll get this set up, and I'm gonna have these steady paychecks, and we'll be golden, and um, it's hard. And but I think that's a huge benefit for getting into the franchise world, where you already have these kind of outlines, these business plans that are laid out for you, and they. This is what you need to do, and here it is. Just laid out for you, and go to town. And I'm, I'm just saying that, assuming that's what happens when you get into yeah. a franchise. No, it's spot on. It's, it's, it's general, but it's spot on. I mean, you you have all the help and the resources you need to just get in there and focus on growing and scaling. Yeah, right on. So that's that's a huge stress relief right there too. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you have some marketing support and you're not on Canva all day or Mailchimp or whatever, man. Yeah, no, that's that's 
that's really good because that's that's um it's a beast and something you had talked about because this is our second time talking doing um we did like a video interview before but something that i found was really interesting that i thought was like a franchise i had mentioned like um chick-fil-a they're not even they're still basically privately owned well are they privately owned so they're corporate so it's a weird structure they call it a franchise and they award chick-fil-a businesses to owners uh, there's mm-hmm. stipulations, though. That owner has yeah. to be an employee for a certain amount of time. Uh-huh. Uh, there's also about 10,000 or more you know, uh, applications to become business owners with Chick-fil-A every year. So they still put skin in the game to, to purchase that business or at least purchase the license to run the business. I think that's a better way of putting it, yeah. uh, which is about $10,000. Uh, you run that business for a, a certain term agreed upon in, in your contract. Uh, but at the the difference is between this and a privately owned franchise is that Chick-fil-A goes back to Chick-fil-A. You don't build any type of equity into that business. Right. So, so say I have a guy running um I don't work with McDonald's, but say I have a guy, you know, that owns a McDonald's and another guy that uh, quote in quotation marks owns a Chick-fil-A. Their right. franchise contract is done after 10 years. Owner of McDonald's is considering whether he's going to transfer the license to his kid because he's not sure if his kid wants to go to, to college or not and wants to give him the option to be a business owner for for 10 years and figure things out first or sell it to a new owner for three times the, the amount that he originally purchased it for. He's got the flexibility and the leeway to do that. Chick-fil-A, huh. dude. Chick-fil-A, dude. Contract is over. You either pony up more cash or you give it back to, to Chick-fil-A. Wow, I didn't know that at all. That's crazy. Yeah, huh. the difference. So, so thinking. So that's why I I do a little bit of an analysis on uh, what we call ill we goals: your income, life, wealth, and equity goals. Equity yeah. is a big one in your business. What is your exit strategy? What do you want to accomplish for you at the end of the day? You know, it's really nice to own and operate a business and not have a job and have freedom and flexibility of your time, but. You know, that's got to end some point. So what do you want to do with that at the end? Do you want to be able to profit off of that and use it as a, you know, diversification of your investments and sell it? Uh, or do you want to transfer it over to family or something like that? Or do you just want to let it go, you know? Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. That was a, there was another big one. There was a Bass Pro. Cause that, and they just took over Cabela's. And they're all privately on like each Bass Pro. I thought I thought it was like a franchise type thing, but no, they just have GMs at each one. I'm like, holy yeah. crap! Yeah, what a freaking empire that thing is. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the initial investment of opening one of those up as a franchise, man? That millions Dude, of dollars to open one of those. It started off as a catalog. He was the what is his name Johnny Johnny something I forgot his name but um he was basically like Sears catalog but for hunting and fishing equipment and it just blew up from there and just absolutely incredible man the um I mean for them to buy out Cabela's is is nuts <laughs> it's so, crazy but yeah I see these I remember reading those catalogs as a kid too oh yeah man and um yeah, it was, uh, but it's weird because I, 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 I see these GMs at these, these, not to speak down on them whatsoever, but I see these GMs at their place and it's their baby, but I'm like, in the end, it's not, it's not yeah. yours. It, you yeah. got, 
You're working for the man. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. And you 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 don't get you don't get any equity unless um unless um they're you know matching you on a 401k or something like that. But you see where those 401ks are going these days. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's crazy, man. Well, sweet. Um, I don't know, Jason. Is there anything you want to hit on? No, man. Um, no, what's um. <laughs> What's your next step, man? What, what what are you doing next for for VRV? I don't know. So right now, what we've got, and I think I'm going to extend it because this is part of the thing where it hasn't really gotten out there. Um, you know, because we're all about pushing out veteran businesses, um, and I know that money is tight with everybody. And even though we're only charging like a hundred bucks a month, um, well-established businesses, that's nothing, and it's a write-off. But to a lot of these guys right now, that's a lot, and you don't know. If I can, you know, I can't promise to any ROI, like any, any, any return on what you're putting into me, basically what you're trusting yeah. me with. So right now we're doing, we've opened it up to um, six months free for everybody that's new and um, new coming onto the VRV. We've got a code. It's like X or six, just the number six MO free. Um, you can find that on our social media stuff. I'll put it up below in here too. And then, um, 50% off for people that are signing up for a year, which is only 50 bucks. But everybody that's currently on the VRV, we're extending six months for them um, on top of their listing. So we're going to take a hit from all this stuff, you know, so because it's yeah. it's not cheap. We're, you know, with running the website and all that, it's not cheap whatsoever. Um, but I think we've got enough to sustain for those six months. It's, we're going to be hurting. Um, like I got to, throttle back on dishing out our apparel and stuff because every every new business that comes in for a year we give them a shirt stickers a bunch of our pens and all that and mail it out I still wear uh, my, i still wear my vrv hoodie like every day <laughs> yes the vrv offers you its protection <laughs> <laughs> but no um but yeah, so that's what we're doing because um, we want to see these veteran businesses su succeed. And if they can get, you know, if they list their business on with us, they get some hits off of us. Then the whole goal is hopefully that when the, you know, the economy turns back around, which I see that it's doing right now as I'm, I'm literally looking at Yahoo Finance right now. Um, but whatever comes of this, hopefully it turns back around and um, they'll be like, hey, the VRV helped me out at this time when everything was down and I benefited from it. So that's our whole goal with that um, is to hope in, hoping that these businesses re up with us. If not, then Hey, it's, it's not working out, but um, I don't want that. I want to keep this sucker up and running. Um, I want all of us to be getting together face to face uh, doing these socials, networking events, supporting each other's businesses, bringing, um, bringing these businesses to new light where maybe they haven't been seen. I think that's a huge benefit to us where I can go wherever I can go to the gun shows. I can go to car swap meets. I can go to Oktoberfest. It doesn't matter. Those crowds are, I've got somebody in the VRV that's that, that crowd wants, you know, from woodworkers to the ring makers, to what you're doing to the nonprofits. Um, that's what I love about this is I'm so flexible where, um, some people like, I always use the example all the time. Like my, I've got, um, daily with moonlight cleaning. Um, he runs his main thing is carpet cleaning and where he wouldn't go and pay $500 for a vendor booth at an Oktoberfest 
<laughs> you know, I provide that for him. So, you know, we're, I mean, think of it. If you go to an Oktoberfest, you see all these booths set up and here's a cleaning business. Are you really going to go over to that booth? Um, you know, maybe you'll have a little spinning wheel giving away a Frisbee or something like that. But yeah, but like with the VRV, man, it's, um, he comes down, he sets up all this stuff and I've got the big banners or logos. And I love our freaking, I think Mike with Halo Designs knocked our logo out of the park and it brings interest people are always like what is this what is this all about and da 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 and here i've got my booth with you know a couple business owners that are over there we're just having a good time and then all these people come up jason this last Oktoberfest, our booth was so packed like the entire time like the only thing that was more packed than us was the um beer tent like the line for the beer <laughs> And we were that, killing it, man. That is we were awesome. killing it. Man. Yeah. And it was so fun because we're just having a good time. Yeah. Dude, it was it was awesome, man. So I love having that flexibility with it. And I love um I don't care. Like well, you know me. I don't care what your business is, man. Be proud of it, man. Get those freaking people excited for your business. Have that veteran pride and know that I you've got my support 100% no matter what the heck it is. So, um, but that's, I guess, to get back to your main point, I always start rambling on. Um, that's what we're doing. We're going to be offering six months. We are offering it six months free right now. Um, and so I need to push that out more. And you'll you'll be seeing that more um, lately here, too. I think we'll extend it into next month a little bit um, because we didn't realize. We, we announced it right when, I guess, we were no- noticing the flux in social media patterns and all that. So we'll be putting that out more, get some more people on there. And they're, they've got the same... Um, they've got the same resources as any other paying VRV member does, you know, they can get on this podcast. We could do a YouTube video too, if you want to do whatever. The main thing is, is we're going to be pushing it out, out on our channels and try to bring you some business. So, yeah. And, and I'd love for you to give some more thought to those, those virtual networking, especially during um, times like this, you know, I would totally be on board with that. No, I, I think a lot more people would too. Yeah, I think that's a freaking phenomenal idea, dude. And, you know, one, that's getting all of our names out there. And two, we're generating ideas amongst each other. I think that's awesome. I think we definitely need to, I think we need to get that sucker up and running like next week, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board. Um, you know, times like this, you know, you know, we, we, we've got to adjust. And we've got to do things like that, you know, adjust prices if needed so people can still use services. And, and again, back to that cash flow thing, you know, you know, we need to be able to meet people where they're at. Also, you know, we need to, you know, stepping up on soapbox right now. Do it. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we we need to stop having this um scarcity mindset and, and screwing each other over at the grocery stores, at the gas station, taking all the toilet paper, all the meat, all the eggs, all this crazy stuff. My mom was telling me the other day that she saw some dude with a with um a full-on freezer in the bed of their truck with a generator powering it, and they're going from grocery store to grocery store, buying out all the meat. What does that accomplish? Dude, that's crazy. It doesn't accomplish anything. But instead, what if we were to shift our mindset to helping each other out, you know, doing more, giving more, and thinking more, you know? You know, I think that's where we need to be at right now 
rather than hoarding, stocking up. Because if everything goes to crap, I mean, all we got is each other at the yeah. end of the day. It doesn't matter how many rolls of toilet paper you have. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what's scary? Sorry to chime in really quick. Well, um, I'm back down. <laughs> <laughs> God, I take my seatbelt off and relax. <laughs> Um, I was talking to one of the managers at Bass Pro because I know tons of people over there and I was up at the um, BX up at the Air Force Academy because thank goodness it wasn't crazy gone through by all these mass hoarders ordering all this food but she was telling me she's like it's scary right now because there's so many people buying guns that have never held a firearm before and I'm like you're kidding me. And she's like, no, and there's nothing they can do about it because they just need to pass a background check, but they don't know. Like, they're literally asking them um, what classes they provide for them being a first-time gun buyer, which is good that they're wanting to do that, but you need to have done that a couple months ago, if not years ago. (laughs) Um, So it's kind of, and I, I really feel that's even more dangerous than people not having guns, is you got these people now that don't know how to use firearms that are just grabbing things up like crazy because they think the apocalypse is coming. I'm like, holy cow, man, that's crazy. So then, but it's good for me because the wife's like, do we have ammo? I'm like, hmm, I guess we can need some more. But then <laughs> going to look for ammo, I'm like, all these people are buying up all my ammo. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is nuts. So I know the gun manufacturing companies are loving it. Yeah, but- I mean, I, I hope those people at least check out a YouTube video, get online, learn learn their tool because that's what that thing is. You know, learn yeah. how to, you know, learn how that thing functions and, uh, you know, at least at the very minimum, learn how to keep that figure straighten off the trigger till you're ready to fire, you know, and keep that safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Go and, go and get a professional instructor, like, and, and get familiar with your weapon. There are some good videos out on YouTube with that stuff that I was actually kind of discovering. I was like, oh, wow, they got all sorts of stuff. But that is in no means a replacement of actual having a physical and being physically there in front of instructor at a range and and learning that weapon and being comfortable with Absolutely. it. So. It's just like any other physical skill. Right. You know, right. you got to be out there learning it with somebody hands-on. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, dude. So right on. Well, is there anything we could do to help you out with your business besides stocking up some toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. You guys do such a great job of, of getting the word out and talking about me. Um, I'll do the same for you guys. We'll put this on the Doing the Thing podcast, too. And we'll just spread the love, man. Right on, dude. Sounds good. Sounds good. Spread it like Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Too oh, soon. I'm gonna, gonna piss people off now. Sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, Jason. Well, um, I think that about wraps it up. But dude, honestly, I'd like to get these um meetings going. And if you want to shoot another podcast and just uh, BS about stuff, man, let's do it. Always available for you, man. These are fun. Right on. Cool. All right, everybody. So go and check out Jason. Hey, throw out your social media handles real quick. I know we're going to throw this on both, but throw them out there if you don't mind. Ooh, Instagram, jmadden at esourcecoach.com. Jason Madden at The Entrepreneur Source on, on Facebook. Jason Madden on LinkedIn. I'm the only one with the clean, cleaned up Jason Madden link. Uh, 
jmen.esource.com. I don't know, man. I will put them all on the links, man. There's so much we'll stuff. You can find me. You Google me, find me. <laughs> Say we can look for your picture, but I don't know if you got hair or not in them, so it's kind of hard to tell. Some, some do, some don't. <laughs> I always have the beard. The beard's always there. There we go. Sweet, dude. Sweet. Right on, brother. All right, man. Well, um, yeah, thanks for jumping on, dude. Always good talking to you, and uh, you have fun out there. Same, man. Same to you. Take care. Be safe. All right, brother. We'll see you, man. Thank you for supporting businesses listed on the VRB. You can find this business and other vetted businesses and nonprofits at veteransreferringveterans.com. The listings on the website have been personalized with product photos and direct contact information. Thank you again for your support.